Wife number three dishes the dirt on one and two. Plus, one of the new couples already took the plunge, and you will not believe George's prison transformation. That's all coming up on 90 Day Fiance News Weekly. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Boom! Hello, 90 Day Fiance fans. Welcome to the show that covers every single one of the week's top 90 Day Fiance news headlines. We are covering the drama, the show, what happens when the cameras stop rolling. We got you covered right here. Thank you so much for tuning in. A ton of you already chiming in in our live chat. See that you are joining us from all around the world. We love to hear that. My name is Christy Olson, and my co-host today, you know her from all of the AfterBuzz 90 Day Fiance After Shows. It's Linda Antwi. Hi, guys. Good to be back as always, week to week. So much as always. I I say that every week, and every week it rings true. No, uh, they never disappoint this crazy 90-day cast, and neither do all of you who tune into us live here on AfterBuzz's reality TV channel. We do this on Wednesdays at 4 p.m., so if you're joining us later, please come and hang out live. We want to check in with everybody. Amy is already asking them, who is the one couple that you would all love to meet from the cast? And while you guys uh, ponder on that a little bit. Let's kick this off with the brand new season of 90 Day Fiance and a little cast shakeup that's been going down. Guys, crazy news, but not really that crazy. So, new season up, season 7, episode 1. We find out before before the season airs, that they're going to shake it up a little bit with Angela and Michael. So Michael and Angela are back for this season. And according to Inside Scoop, it was because TLC felt the current couples that were just meeting were a little bit too dull. So they wanted to bring it up and shake it up a little bit with, you know, Angela and Angela and her drama. Uh, they're saying that they're probably going to be using them sparingly. So we're probably going to expect to see them three or four episodes But they may flip the script if the ratings are there. So we already know that Angela and Michael bring the ratings. So I'm sure that we're going to see them more than three or four episodes. Um, But what's interesting this week as well is that uh, Michael took to his Instagram to kind of defend his relationship with Angela. So someone in his Instagram stories, or excuse me, in the feed said that he basically is trying to come to America, quote unquote, by any means necessary. And Michael goes on to say, uh, you know, what would you say if someone else said that to you? I love Angela and I want to be with her. But then if we go ahead and look at... um, some of the clips that we've seen from the preview, we see that Aunt Michael is crying and we see that he's actually still not in America yet. So what we do see is all the couples in this first episode, a lot of the couples mo- make their move to America for their 90 days, but we don't see Michael actually in America. So it's not sure if he's actually going to be here or not. Ah, I believe that's a huge swerve. I'm sure they're here and probably likely married already. But I am uh, have mixed feelings about having to watch it on the show. I, to be honest with you, maybe have had my fill of Angela for a while. And I think they could have at least taken a break. But what stands out to me here is 
kind of I've always guessed that they're filming everyone all the time and they're just going to throw whoever onto whatever season they need at whatever time especially if we've looked at uh, seeing the other way and before the 90 days mm-hmm. um, the last round of seasons it was like either one of the couples really could have landed on either series and I think it's a great little uh, tool that TLC has to kind of shake up a season if they feel like it's boring which this current one is in danger of being. I kind of <laughs> like them. I kind of like the newness and craziness. It's almost like they were they've been living in a bubble and they haven't seen any of the other 90 day fiance shows <laughs> and how they explode and it's just it's like fascinating to me. It's super fascinating. You mean the new couples? The new couples, like all of them they're just really like, super excited and they know it's going to work out and even though this dude has two baby mamas and three kids by three different women, it's going to work for them and another one who doesn't have have a jaw. It's like great. It's great. Well, let's actually talk a little bit more about that uh, for a moment. Emily and Sasha, of course, appearing on the brand new episode. We met them on Sunday night. She is in line, and actually already is, I believe, wife number three and baby mama number three. So that made huge headlines. But they kind of gave this really juicy, exclusive interview to Fox News right before the premiere, and it told a lot. She gave more info than they had on the show about Sasha's exes, about their past together and really about their future that I think you guys are going to be very, very interested in. I can't wait to hear chat roll what you think about this. So, Emily explained that when Sasha told her about the two baby mamas and the marriages and all that stuff, she said, of course, my initial reaction was that he was a jerk, a womanizer, or something along those lines. But then he explained to her what had gone wrong in those past relationships, and she apparently... I don't want to say bought it because we don't know exactly what he what she was told, but she bought into that. And she even said, I met his family and they confirmed what he told me about his exes. That's what gave Emily some peace of mind, which I'm sure she needed when she was pregnant in a foreign country. And she said her family, they were happy about it, but they wanted her to come home ASAP. We did see that a little bit on the show, but she didn't want to let Sasha miss out on the birth of his kid, so they stayed there. And she wants to point out she didn't throw the other couples this season under the bus, but she said as far as it goes for her and Sasha, they are legit. They had no plans to come to America. He had no desire and they had never spoken about coming to the U.S. until she got pregnant. So... Is he in it for the green card, you know, just wife number three being American? Is that just uh, convenient for Mr. Sasha? She says, no, he didn't even pursue the relationship with me because he wanted to come to America. And that he had a successful career as a fitness trainer in Volgograd. I just wanted to say that uh, before coming to Russia. But here's the real bombshell, you guys. Emily and Sasha plan on having his other two sons come and live with them here in the United States. They kind of backtracked a little and said, even if it has to only be for the summers, we would like our family to be here together, meaning everybody extended family. That might be a bit of an issue, though, uh, considering everything that Emily uh, dished about these exes. And Emily also said that her pregnancy was the first time that Sasha's family was actually excited about him having a child on the way. So major drama with those women, and we're going to see them all sit down on the season wondering if uh, this kumbaya happy family in the U.S. thing could ever happen. What do you think, Linda? Uh, I think, (coughs) as I hear this, that it sounds to me like Sasha is setting up his entire future family. So he's setting up his kids for a better American future and by any means necessary. If this means wife number three is taking us to America, we're coming to America, (laughs) people.
That's how I feel about that. <laughs> I love it. Well, hey, you know what? I'm I'm gonna root for these two because mostly I'm gonna buy. You know what? Emily's selling that the exes are crazy. We will get to decide for ourselves when we see one of them on the show. Know, and for now, you know, I'm just gonna hold out. Fingers crossed, Chrissy. But. The common denominator is Sasha. <laughs> it's not the exes. So just saying. That's a good point. But those two weren't the only couple that uh, grabbed a lot of people's attention on that big premiere. Yeah, guys. Michael and Juliana. So Michael's the rich guy that kind of doesn't want to say he's rich because he doesn't want to sound douchey, but shows us his watch and his cars and his houses and the new house that he bought. So, you know. We'll see. And uh, we know that they, and if you guys haven't watched, spoiler alert, we know that they met on a yacht in Croatia. But guys, what here, the big news this week is the season just started and their wedding pictures have already leaked. So, meaning that they already made it down the aisle. That K-1 visa must have come through. And uh, here we see, if you guys look up on the screen, that they are married. And guys, I am surprised by this because I think we talked about a, a little last week that you were rooting for these two and I was like mm, I don't I don't believe it I don't believe it but just because they got married doesn't mean you know there are no ulterior motives um what I think is interesting as well is that if you went to Juliana's Insta stories this week, you will see that she is wearing a wedding band mm-hmm. and her wedding ring and everyone's kind of like commenting like hey you should probably not be wearing that since your season just started but you know she's in wedding bliss you gotta get better at pretending man I think what shocked me the most about this news coming out, this was like a friend of a friend right who kind of spilled the tea on Facebook and that person also said that Michael's ex-wife the one we see on the show being a little bit hesitant, she performed the ceremony at their wedding she's like let's do this I mean, I, I I was shocked by that because I think it seems like a little bit of a turn of events from her stance that we saw on the show. So she must meet Juliana and think that she's in it for the right reasons. Yeah, me, uh, maybe. But, you know, she did say that they are they're very close. Or he said that they are very close friends. So I think she's just trying to make sure that he's happy and and the father of her children is happy. That's what I think. I don't know if she totally buys it. Okay, well, we'll remain on board for that. We always we always love an ex-wife denominator. She always right. keeps it real for us. And uh, speaking of keeping it real... Guys, okay. <laughs> Get ready for this one. Blake. So Blake was a little, let's say, tiffed that uh, he wasn't at, or he didn't appear on this season premiere. And he took to his Insta stories... And I'm going to quote it because it's a whole lot. For all of my friends and family that tuned into the show and thought they were going to see us, they don't tell us what episodes we're going to be on. But after yesterday's planned parties and premiere parties that all my friends, families, and fans uh, had to sit through that big letdown, I had to call them and get an answer because I'm not sitting through another letdown and missing out on studio sessions that could have happened but didn't because of this, dot, dot, dot. So, dot, 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 we're not going to be on until the fourth episode. Most anticipated couple not appearing until a month into the show. So plan accordingly. I'm sorry for the letdown and wasted planning, but now we know. I'll remind you when to tune in a couple of days before we come on. 
Okay, so moving forward. Until then, he says, I'm posting, promoting nothing but new music because the music fans have been here waiting and they do, and they deserve it over this TV nonsense. Never forget, it's SR over everything. And SR is his Sutra Records. And I got to tell you guys, um, big head much? Yeah, because he ended with this, which you guys are looking at right now, when everyone came back at him and accused him of just wanting fame. He was like, um, name one person who has actually become famous off this show. I'll wait. I feel like how it's such a terrible way to start mm-hmm. to not only basically diss your fellow cash members, previous 90-day people, and the network that cast you. Are you crazy? And pays you? Man. Man. I don't know. I don't even know what to say about that. Meg said, I was like, Blake, who? Exactly. Let us love you before you throw a hissy fit. Now you, now you wasted it. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, what is the saying? You don't bite the hand that feeds you or something like that? Uh, Nikki is going with the fame monster is starving inside him. But yeah, that one too. And listen, so what you weren't in the premiere, it's it's a whole show package. So all your friends and family and fans, they get the backstory of every other couple. Because guess what, Blake? It's not just about you. It's about all the couples. And uh, considering those other reports that maybe this season was a little lackluster, I think the fact that they have been relegated to episode four and that we don't see a ton of them in the trailer, I don't know how they could have become the most anticipated couple and we knew nothing about them besides him calling her stupid. Uh, I mean, I think that tells you a lot that their storyline maybe doesn't have much to spread out across the entire season. Right, and I would like to know who he's quoting when he says the most anticipated anticipated couple of the season. All the blogs, Linda. It was all the blogs. I read a lot of blogs. I've not seen it once. <laughs> and certainly not on all of them. Keep uh, chiming in, chat roll. We're disconnecting and reconnecting and we're back. Kimberly. So we got you. Kimberly, I'm a spiteful woman. If I was TLC, I'd go in and tell the editors, edit them all out of the whole season, leave them on the cutting room floor. Wow. Yeah. Savage. Uh, someone else who is a bit of a savage. Curious to hear what our uh, live viewers have to say about this guy, Dr. Phil. You may be wondering, wildly wondering, why would we be talking about Dr. Phil on 90 Day Fiance? Well, if you don't tune into uh, the doc every day, like some of us ashamedly do, uh, you maybe missed this story. So he had a guest on his show who was talking about her not one, but two foreign fiancés. And the juice that came out of that is that this woman, her name is Holly. You are also looking at Ganesh there on the left. He's from Turkey or somewhere like that. And um, Koima on the right. He's from South Africa, currently in the UK. And what she revealed was that they were signed up to do 90 Day Fiancé. She and Koima. And when he, they, when TLC did a little digging and found out that Koima was lying about something or another, they actually canceled these two's 90-day fiancé shoot one day before they were supposed to begin filming. That's not the juicy part, though. Then this woman, Holly, claims that TLC told her to just go get another foreign fiancé. Just somebody else that they could use for the show that she could film with and play out her storyline to be on the show. Now, this coming, of course, from Holly and uh, Dr. Phil, too, who was like, well, will they take anybody on this show? Well, what? Whatever he says. Pancake always has two sides. I don't care how flat it is. Blah, blah, blah. All that good stuff. But uh, this was a little bit of a juicy behind-the-scenes scoop from someone who's not under contract. 
Yeah, so I watched this. And, oh, you, uh, do, you don't seem like a Dr. Phil fan, Linda. I, I don't normally watch Dr. Phil, but anything 90 Days I'm about to watch. So what I thought was interesting about Holly was, first of all, you have two, you have two fiancés that you've never met before. But she had actually filmed. So they had four days of filming before they got pulled. She was about to go back. And he, uh, how do I say it? Kaoma. Kaoma didn't pass the background check. That's why TLC pulled them. And what he was accused of is a, is a major yeah. thing. It's a major thing that like no one can take a chance on. So yeah, I get why they pulled them and why they would not make for good TV. But what yeah. I think is interesting is that she had the backup engagement guy, Ganesh, who's an actor. Da-da. Um you know, why didn't they go with him? So I wonder what that whole story is, and I bet that that's going to play out as well. Yes, and uh, sidebar, she is also an opioid addict, so seems like her story could uh, continue on. Maybe she'll find the right fiancé, and maybe we'll be seeing her on season eight of 90 Day Fiancé. Look out for Holly, everybody. Look out for Holly. Holly, Holly. Oh, well, Uh, on that note, let's talk about one of the OGs. Holly and Jolly. Guys, I am just floored. So, George, you guys remember George from season four? George, uh, as we know, is in prison right now in Arizona uh, for possession of drugs with the intention to sell. So, apparently, this is George on the left. And just as George on the right. So he, in 2018, February, went in looking like that at 293 pounds. How we've seen um, him before. And on the right is the new and approved George 2019, his updated prison picture. And I just have to say this, because everyone's saying it. We have a jacked couple now. We have Anafisa, who looks amazing, wins fitness contests. And we're looking like... This prison, gym, workout, diet (laughs) is clearly working for George because he looks incredible. Everyone's saying that he just looks amazing, looks unrecognizable, and uh, that prison is agreeing with him. Yeah, and he's been putting in a lot of work. Apparently, he's worked as a garbage collector and clocked in like more than 500 hours serving and cooking food for the other inmates. So maybe he's uh, serving up that healthy fare Maybe. And so what's interesting, too, is that they're saying that uh, he could have served about 24 years, but his lawyer was able to drop down his charges. And it looks like he is probably going to be getting out next year, 2020, August. So Mm -hmm. look out for that power fitness couple and the FISA and George. She still has said nothing about him since he first went in. And I believe that they are happily together. I believe that her doing all of this, what we're looking at right here, this uh, bikini competition gorgeousness, I believe that was probably part of uh, his motivation to lose these pounds. Absolutely. While he's in prison. And I think he's going to come out and hopefully fingers, fingers, toes, Every appendage cross that these two at least get on a happily ever after, maybe their own spinoff. I, I believe you want it, it because prior to him going in, they were talking about them having their own spinoff because mm-hmm. everyone loved them so much because they're so entertaining. Yeah. And I do think that they're going to end up together because I think that uh, they both, they've been through so much. And if they can survive this whole 
being away and being in prison and working on yourselves, then you know what? Go for it. I think it's going to be all good. Sarah said George now kind of looks a little bit like Joey from Friends. That's a pretty uh, flattering comparison to make. Gene wow. was wondering, are they still together? They uh, have not have not divorced that we nope. discovered. Uh, nope. You know, I'm not I'm not uh, above going to the courthouse, but there has been no evidence thus far. Looks like they are still together. And uh, you guys are also just wagging your tail, your tongues at on FISA. How could we not? How could we not? We love it. She's uh, not the only, of course, foreign bombshell we got on this show, though. Let's turn our attention to Jennifer with two Fs and her man, Tim, or her former man, X-Man, I think we're probably going to assume at this point in time. Pretend man. Oh, oh, Linda went all the way there. Well, let's see what you think after I tell you this, Linda. So, frauded by TLC's podcast, uh, very popular, lots of juicy stuff over there, discovered (laughs) that they claim Tim and Jennifer actually met before the meeting that we see on the show. That's the picture you're looking at here of Jennifer in Mexico. So, reportedly, she and Tim met online, they hit it off, and when he reached out to the show to pitch their story the response they got back was like lukewarm they were like no we don't we don't really want you so jennifer and tim went ahead and met up together anyway in mexico city here this is them posting in the same place at the same time around this period of time and apparently that meeting didn't go any better than the one we did see on camera with jennifer wanting to go out and party and tim being a little bit more reserved which we did see on the show so allegedly after that tlc changed their minds and Tim and Jennifer decided to just sort of forgo this fact that they had had this meeting together before, which also raises questions as to if their relationship was legit at that time. Uh, <coughs> one last little tidbit here about Jennifer and Tim is that allegedly frauded by TLC says that ring that became so infamous during the scenes was actually the ring that Tim proposed to his ex-fiance, not Veronica, the one we see on the show, but the other Colombian woman whose face we we never saw on the show that this was the ring he used to propose to her and production just thought it would be a better storyline if it was Veronica's and she gave it to Tim and you know probably because they actually had Veronica on camera to facilitate this whole ring debacle so that's the truth according to frauded by TLC you believe it yeah I 100% absolutely, 100% believe it I think that they probably had some familiarity and we know that Tim wanted to be um, you know, reality famous. <coughs> Excuse me, guys, I'm getting over a cold. Um, so I'm not surprised by this. By any means necessary, get on your reality show and make it happen. <laughs> Absolutely. And another woman who, you know, makes it happen no matter who she's got to trade in. No, we love her. We think her intentions are always legit. I am, of course, talking about Darcy, who was the, I'd say, the catalyst of the entire tell-all blow-up fight without participating in it at all. Loved it. But she is finally speaking out about that heinous throwdown that went down in an exclusive interview to Hollywood Life magazine. She's kind of questioning Angela's motives in standing up for Jesse. She said, you know, I I do love Angela, but I wasn't sure what her motives were, what her intentions were in doing this. Darcy adds, it was a very drama-fueled tell-all, and everyone reacts in different ways. I don't wish anyone harm or negativity. I just want every 
everyone to have peace about it, really. Darcy's a little bit torn up about this and kind of being at the center of it all. But she does say, you know, Jesse was there just to shame and bash her. Mm-hmm. And she's so grateful that the other cast members stood up for her. She said, that was beautiful that they had my back and Tim stood his ground. Avery was wearing her heart on her sleeve because of her past relationships that she felt was similar to Darcy and Jesse and was just there to guard Darcy's heart. Darcy said, I felt very blessed that Tim and Avery were there. They're amazing people. Felt bad she was crying and all the crazy drama that happened. It was very fortunate that it went down like that. So, you know, we always know Darcy wears her heart on her sleeve. She's so sweet. And I can only imagine that she probably didn't feel great about being at the center of this brawl, really, that went down. It was unnecessary. I think that uh, just bringing Jesse on was unnecessary drama that no one wanted and no one cared about. No. And while it does seem that Darcy and Tom have likely (coughs) called it quits, we do have an update on Jenny and Sumit, right? Man, these two are happy and doing great. Our love is strong, (coughs) the reality star has said. Um, And she goes on to say, love you, baby, with, like, the heart emojis. And apparently, as we learned in the tell-all, that Sumit is separated from his wife. And, excuse me, guys. Excuse me, and it's getting a divorce, so Jenny is now open to working things out. It's looking like they are working things out. Yeah, because this is from just a few days ago on Instagram. She posted um, this beautiful photo, and he just couldn't help but chime in and say, love you, baby. It's crazy. I think her saying that they're going strong is really all that we need to know, because being one of the most scrutinized couples, I think it would be so easy for them to, even if they were going to remain together, to be quiet about it, you know, and not invite those comments. But the fact that they are still out there flaunting their love, I think means that, you know, above all else, we are going to be seeing them on another season of the show, which we've also reported right here. Uh, Jenny was spotted ring shopping a few weeks ago, so go back and check out all of our past episodes. And (laughs) keep chiming in there in the live chat, guys. Guys, craziness. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm happy that she's happy, and I'm happy that they are truly in love. But, like, they met as catfish, so it's, like, hard for me to get past that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. we'll see. Uh, A house built on lies. Let's check in a little bit with our live chat. I'm having a bit of an internet issue, so let's do that. Let's let's get a little heavy here for a second, since we've lost you guys anyway. Guys, this week, Devin, again, took to Instagram, this time about uh, a story that she's sharing about her aunt. Now, what is what we want to get clear is that there are two aunts. There's one aunt that tried to abduct her and then another aunt who was in an abusive relationship. And according to stories shared online, uh, it relates to an aunt who committed suicide. So this is the aunt that passed away. Uh, Devin was wild with anger because her aunt's abuser allegedly served just three days for battery. She goes on to mention that her aunt committed suicide after he beat her. And in her story, she wrote, I can finally talk about it and justice was not served. She goes on to elaborate and say, (coughs) excuse me, thanks. Uh, justice was not served. The man who brutally beat my aunt for a consistent hour, right before she committed suicide. He's been served only three days, time served, and he gets to keep his guns. I'm very angry the justice system has failed us. This man brutally beat her Christmas night, slammed her head into a toilet, and all recorded. And then he loads a gun in front of her, and then beep, beep, 
uh, Weber's County, three days, time serve, and then it goes beep, beep again. Um, my aunt is dead, and he gets to keep walking around with his guns like nothing happened. So um, Devin's basically telling you about her life story, and it sounds to me like she's gone through a whole heck of a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's really sad if that, if you know, obviously it's true for her and it's her family, but for this man to just walk away three days, time served, sad. Yeah, not a lot of details here, but I, I'm always wondering why uh, when Devin shares these things, they always seem, it always seems like she's hesitant to, sh- to share them, but this was one where she wanted to get it out there. Yeah. And I think she really felt forced to reveal this aunt's death because people were wondering why she always seemed so sad in yeah. the first few episodes. So now she feels like she has to sort of follow up on that, let us know what's going on with it, and really kind of speak her truth on it. Plus, so- I think she was probably really upset when she found out you know, what the charges were and what ended up happening. Can you imagine? I can't. Gene in the chat said, Devin's post broke my heart. I'm sure we can all uh, agree with that. And let's move on a little bit. I'm sorry, we're not getting off the tragedy train just yet. But this one turned out to be a fake tragedy. Okay, what we're looking at here is this picture. We told you this about this a couple weeks ago. Jay posted this photo on a Saturday on his Insta stories, kind of implying, not kind of implying, implying with the same car that he has all smashed up, implying that he was involved in some sort of very serious car accident. Okay, a little while later we got a full story from Ashley who posted and said, I don't know anything about this car. Talk to his sugar mama. Well, I took Ashley's advice, but I couldn't quite get to the sugar mama. So I reached out to Ashley herself and she told us, gave me the full scoop on this incredibly confusing and story that I think will end up really angering you guys. So chat roll, let me know what you think about this. According to Ashley, Jay posted that photo, which can be easily (coughs) found on Google images if you put in like challenger crash or something like that posted the photo simply to get ashley's attention she says she saw it she immediately googled and found this story the real fatal crash that happened in like 2013 in florida so she knew this wasn't legit but hours later after posting this jay called her screaming uh calling her heartless wondering why she hadn't checked up on him after this car accident that he was supposedly in so she knew that none of it was legit, but she had already reached out to the baby mama because Ashley is worried about getting sued. You know, if something's going on with Jay legally, she's still his wife. So apparently the sugar mama, the alleged sugar mama, was not very nice to Ashley. And that was what prompted Ashley to kind of out this woman. But it gets a little bit deeper than that. Later, Ashley starts getting, according to her, some very not nice DMs from someone who is claiming to be having sex with her husband, using very derogatory terms. And Ashley figures out that it's actually the daughter of the woman who she was accusing of being uh, the sugar mama, right? So now Ashley says, so I think I got it all figured out. Uh, The sugar mama, something with the name and the car, but really, Jay's banging the sugar mama's daughter, and, uh, you know, who's he not banging? Oh, my god! And faking car crashes in uh, in the process. Guys, what do you think about Jay using the photo from this deadly car accident in which someone lost their life just to bait his estranged wife into giving him some attention? Disgusting. Tyrell says they are desperate to turn that five minutes of fame into a full 60 
ooh, <laughs> and some other uh, quite morbid jokes that, you know, I'm going to laugh at but not repeat. I think it's disgusting. I think that um, you just never joke about things like that. Someone lost their life. And if you really needed Ashley's attention that much, then you should just, you know, insta-stalk her or call her repeatedly or whatever. But you don't joke about a car crash where someone actually died and, you know, try to use it to your advantage. It's ter- and then call screaming like you're an actor all of a sudden. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I just can't quite understand what keeps him, you know, if he is having all of these women, you know, there's been a couple pregnancy scares. We know about a bunch of girls. We've seen some things on Snapchat. Like, why is he still trying to bother Ashley? Because they're still married, right? So. Yeah, but like. They're still married. Perhaps like the the green card situation, you know, working out that whole thing. I don't know. I mean, what other reason would it be? You have a good point there. Uh, the chat roll is bringing up Trisha Paytas. Uh, they, they're calling uh, Ashley and Jay the Trisha Paytas of 90 Day Fiance. I feel like I should know who that is. I is feel that like a I housewife? Do. I don't know who Trisha is. BJGW, either. that's so insensitive of Jay to do. Sarah said, they are the couple that called Wolf. Everything they say is a lie. No one believes them anymore. Yeah, but now that they have to like out each other with the truth back and forth, I feel like we have gotten some real stuff from both Ashley and Jay. Uh, Mercedes said he's got his acting skills on TLC. Facts. Could, facts, Mercedes, facts. Could be, but Ashley, meanwhile, not sweating a whole lot of this. Check out this picture of her right now hanging out in the Dominican Republic with some of uh, people just like us, some 90 Day Fiance fans. This is the cast vacation that we told you guys about a few weeks ago. Tickets were like just a few hundred dollars to yeah. go to the DR for a few days and hang out with. It was Ashley, uh, David and Annie are there, Courtney from a few seasons ago. David Mm-mm. and Annie aren't there. They they're changed. on some other vacation. Yeah, David and Annie's vacation is going to be in December. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on their anniversary vacation That's right now. Why they, yes. um, but the, ca- okay. the original cast that was supposed to go turned out to not be all going. I yeah. think that TLC shut some of that down. Yeah. So I suppose Molly's Ashley, not there. There's like some bachelor and bachelorette person. The, uh, the gentleman who Ashley was rumored to be dating a couple months so. ago, Eric Estrada from The Bachelor, is also there. So I yeah. uh, hope you guys are having fun hanging out with Ashley. I'm sure you are. She posted lots of pics of like. Um, gambling at a casino and some really beautiful dinner. Courtney's footage of the rooms look incredible. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, next time one of those rolls around, guys, maybe we should all hop on board. I'm wondering uh, if you all want to do that. Let us know in the live We chat. should totally do a show live on on location. Oh, my God. That Ready would for be that so- After Buzz live on location with the... TLC, 90 Day Family, and us. I think it'd be great. And every day, we could just talk about what's going on behind us. Great idea. Love it. I'm for I, it. Would, I would pay several hundred dollars for that. And on that note, let's, uh, before we play our fun little game, let's wrap up the news with some, I was going to say happy news after some of that tragedy stuff, but this isn't, isn't great. But let's remember Lauren and Alexi, very, very happy to be looking forward to the birth of their first child. They announced it a week or two ago, and a fan asked Lauren recently, Hey, how's your pregnancy going? Um, not so good, according to Lauren. She said it has not been easy. She's been sick morning, day, and night. Nauseous migraines, acne. 
acne that she can't control. She has some kind of ginger allergy that's causing her issues, but she is taking it one day at a time, doing some yoga, yoga, doing that yoga, yoga, eating whatever she wants that can comfort her. That kind of sounds like fun. And remembering that it's all for baby brav. That's what keeps her going. Hey guys, it's Brianna the Booth. Um, I'm thinking the ginger uh, reason that she's into that is that that's known to help calm your stomach down. Oh, so, so people probably keep ch- it's telling a natural her to do that. way to yeah calm your stomach down without taking any kind of medication. But I guess she probably can't, so she's allergic. Thank you, producer Bree in the booth. Um, solves that mystery. Going back to the Trish Piettas, Kimberly just said that she's a YouTuber who has over four million followers who just married a cardboard Brad Pitt. thought Tana Manjo and Jake Paul were oh bad. Oh my god, I love it. Okay, yes, I'm going to need to see that woman on reality TV. The chat roll is also talking about Lauren. They said, I knew she was pregnant. TLC tried hiding it, but I knew it. Yes, all you guys out there are so on top of it. I love it. So we're we're wishing Lauren uh, a more pleasant rest of her pregnancy. Uh, she also dished a little bit to another fan who asked about this, the gender of the baby. They don't know yet. Lauren said she feels like it's a girl, but Alexi, of course, is you know kind of pulling for a boy. I'm sure they'll be ecstatically happy either way. So now it is time to have a little bit more fun with you guys. Oh, Ronnie said, poor thing. Pregnancy can be difficult. Sending her well wishes that she starts to feel better soon. I can only imagine. And that's what I'm only ever going to do about pregnancy. On that note, let's play a little round of Do We Ship It? All right. We need all of you guys' help on this one. We need you to chime in. We are going to give you one of the couples, an OG couple, actually, who we talked about a little bit earlier on the show. And you're going to tell us, we're going to tell you if we're going to ship them out, as in they are headed for Splitsville, or are they shipped for life in a relationship good to go happily ever after? So, considering his brand new body, his hot new look, let's talk about George and wife of several years, some together, some not so much, on FISA. Linda, are, do we ship George and Anfisa? I'm shipping them together. I think these two are going to work it out. I think that absence makes the heart grow fonder. I think the romantic love letters he's probably sending her from prison is lighting up her heart. And I think the dramatic weight loss and him focusing on fitness, which if you guys remember in season four, she really wanted him to do, but he did it. And now he's doing it. It's all going to be very, very attractive to her. I think she loves her husband. And I think that these two are in it for the long haul. And I do think that they're going to get their own own spinoff as soon as he comes out of jail. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the chat roll is hot on this one. And I am going to 100% agree. These two have already been through a lot, and they've held it together. And not only that, but I think a lot of the issues that we saw in their relationship, they're not necessarily going to have when he comes out of prison. Anfisa is now a confident woman who can take darn good care of herself. Facts. She's got her own stuff going on. She doesn't have to wait for him to come home anymore. She is making really good money with her bikini competitions, with her YouTube channel, and being an influencer. So that's not a problem anymore. I, I think these two are going to be pleasantly surprised at how well they do when he comes back out. And I hope they give it a chance because I think, yeah, they're going to be together forever. I love it. Megan said, oh, I know. Together for a year or two, then they'll split. Giselle also shipping them out. Oh, Amy wants to know, will George and Anfisa be on love after lockup? Dang, that's a good idea. 
It's hilarious. Love After Lockup. That's another series that we are always following here at After Buzz TV. So we would love that. However, I think the spinoff, if they would agree to do it, which might be a hard sell for on FISA, uh, I think that would be the big win for these two. Yeah, for sure. Love it. Wow, guys. Well, keep all your comments coming. It was so much fun to break down the week's top 90 Day Fiance news headlines with you. And uh, you should probably stick around because I think there's more 90 Day fun to be had. Guys, we're back with 90 Day Fiance, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on AfterBuzz TV. We're going to talk about the new season, the first episode, and all the juicy stuff that comes with it. Uh, more of our chat roll shipping Georgian on Pisa out. Really, guys? Nothing is forever. They both made... Oh, nope. BJGW is shipping it. She said they both made changes for the better. That's right. And, uh, yeah, don't change the channel because there's more 90 Day Fun coming up on 90 Day Fiance After Show. Yes. And, Linda, where can they hit you up at? Guys, all across social media, Linda's girly. Linda is so girly. I can't even speak now. Oh, bye, guys. I love you guys. And you guys can always hit me up at Christy Reports. If you are a reality TV fan, please check out my YouTube channel. Brand new news on the upcoming season of Vanderpump Rules and also some exclusive interviews with the stars of Shaws of Sunset, MJ talking about the new season, uh, The Bachelorette, and lots more. So hit that up, and we will see you right back here next week for more 90 Day Fiance News Weekly. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.